Hi, and welcome to 365 God Podcast with Pastor C. This episode is entitled Red Tape Theory. So, have you ever um, talked to someone and you wanted to know more about how the process to doing something and they gave you just small baby steps about it? They would not give you the full thing because they didn't want you to know all about it. For maybe they have fear that you're going to take their job, or maybe they have fear that you'll feel like you know more than they know, or uh, maybe they feel like their authority will be knocked down a couple of notches if you know into their job or what it or are into some process that they feel like they have the authority over. Have you ever met anyone like that, or have you ever met anyone that they could tell you why you couldn't do something, but they couldn't tell you how to do it? Well. Um, I've learned as a teacher, when I'm teaching people things, sometimes, and what I try to do is I try to simplify as much as possible and make things more relative to, um, what you're, the task that we're going to be doing and the out, the, the outcome that we want. When we, when, when we understand I'm, I'm a science major. And so, um, with science, we call it the applied sciences. And so, the lab, when you're in the lab, you're taking what you learned in the classroom and you're applying it. And it's so much fun in science because you see things come alive. You see, you're like, oh, this is relative. And when you can see that, it just makes learning even the more gratifying. So as a teacher, uh, my goal is always not to get people to memorize information, but to understand it. And in understanding it, they can always think their way outside of a situation that they might find themselves in because they can be practical and it makes sense to them. And I feel like once something makes sense that we can always figure our way out of a situation that may not be pleasant. And I've learned uh, trying to teach in this method, people sometimes don't receive it. And sometimes people actually think that I'm hiding information from them. Once they see how simple something becomes and how streamlined it can become, they're just like, is that it? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. And they're like, are you sure? And then I'm, then there's that whole question, questioning process as a result of not trusting. And when people get to that place, what well, you mean to tell me that I had fear about this and that's it? A lot of the times it's fear, but a lot of times it's because they're accustomed to the red tape theorists out there who make everything difficult. It has to be this way, it, but, you know, they don't tell you how to do it that way or it can't be this way. Now, I'm not suggesting to you that I'm talking about people um, who keep processes in line and make sure that things are done well. I'm one of those people, too. I'm one of those people that, you know... Um, if you tell me this is how it needs to be done and I understand that it needs to be done this way because something else could happen as a, as a result, like a contraindication, you know, I'm going to teach that. I'm going to make sure that every, you know, what the contraindications are for doing a certain task, things that you don't want to do. For example, if I were the um, inspector for a restaurant, I certainly wouldn't advise anybody to keep their raw meat uh, near their cooked uh, their cooked vegetables or keep or keep their clean appliances next to their dirty appliances in a hospital. We put we place dirty equipment in a separate room in a separate area from clean equipment. Those things just have to be done, but we it, we can't just say to people and I just said it, but we just can't tell people you can't do that without explaining to them why they can't do it and what is the appropriate thing we should always follow with the appropriate thing to do um 
I have seen the breakdown of numerous processes because there were red tape theorists involved who arrested everybody with the red tape or, you know, uh, <laughs> told everybody, you can't do this, you can't do this. And rule number three, you can't do this. When Moses was given the, the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments told us, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. And, you know, when I thank God for the ministry of grace, the ministry of grace tells me more of what I can do. And you know what? When I know what God wants me to do, I don't have to focus so much on the can'ts. Have you ever met a Christian that told you, oh, you can't drink. Oh, you can't dance. Oh, you can't play cards. Oh, you can't. Uh, what some of the other stuff they tell you. You can't um, listen to music. You can't watch television. Television. It's a one-eyed demon. They have a list of things that you cannot do. But has anybody ever told them that there's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful plethora of things that Christians can enjoy and that Christians can do? And they and the, these things that we can do are very wholesome things. I mean, red tape theorists. And I, I want to tell these red tape theorists so bad. Um, you know, the crimson blood of Jesus <laughs> washed us and it gave us entry point into a life, a good life. Um, not a life of I can't do, but it gave me access to something that I otherwise would not have had access to. So. We don't want to live our Christian lives with a lot of we can't. And we certainly don't want to be the person who who's behind it, you know, arresting everybody with you can't you can't wear lipstick or uh, you can't wear pants or, you know, all these rules about what you can't do. These are things that keep people from wanting to come to Christ. These are things that keep people from wanting to follow you. These are things that keep people from wanting to be a part of your organization because it's an organization of. I can't. So let's go to the scripture. Second Chronicles 15 and seven in the King James um, version of the Bible says, be ye, there, be ye strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak for your work shall be rewarded. So learn to push past the, the red tape um, and just do what needs to be done. You know, um, when I'm working with the staff of Grace Hill Church, I tell them all the time, so let's come up with ways. Don't just bring me a problem. Bring along with that a suggested solution, and let's look at that. And we we may not always be able to do it, but we've put some thought into it, and that's what we need to bring to the table. Not a report of, um, I don't know, or a report of, it. Um, we just can't do that. Well, okay, what can we do? What? Let's start actively thinking about what we can do. You know, um, amazing enough, we say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, let's, let's go after it. Let's see um, how we can make something happen. Now, I'm not suggesting that we need to go against the will of God when God tells us that we're not supposed to do something. That's not what I'm, I'm suggesting here. But I'm talking about when God has given us vision and God has said, this is the way that this is what I want you to do. Our way may not be appropriate, but our our uh, our goal has is the same. So we might have to adjust the way that we're trying to accomplish that goal. But we cannot just stop it. Oh, I tried one time. It can be done. Oh, I tried mm, three times. Would we have electricity if... Um, if Thomas Edison gave up on electricity, would we have, I mean, 
Come on. So he is the picture of moving beyond red tape. And sometimes it takes years to peel back the red tape, but we've got to do it. And so I call these people who tell us what we can't do over and over again, the red tape theorist. Well, these are people who just love the status quo and they don't have enough courage to move beyond where they are right now and move beyond the status quo. We have got to be willing to be challenged. I've learned in challenges, that's where I learn. <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's what I've learned from challenges is that's the place of learning. There's a school of, uh, if I'm going to be a part of the, uh, of champions, I've got to go through the school of challenge. And so in order to be a champion, that's what you have to do. And so, um, at, on my job, people who I have delegated certain, um, projects to, I call them champions because I believe that I'm, I'm, I believe that I should be able to go to this person as a source, you know, a resource they should become a resource for that particular thing. And I am learning how to lean on them um, to know that I told you about John Hines when he says, you know, we've got to learn to do a common thing uncommonly well. And I just believe that that person is going to know that content about that situation because he or she may have uh, seen the challenges behind it. And now they're looking at a solution. So I, I've learned to support people as they bring solutions to the table. And this is certainly what you want to do. You want to look for ways in which to uh, manage problems and to um, maneuver towards solutions. And so I love the scripture, Second Chronicles 15 and 7. I'll read it again. It says, be ye strong therefore. So in other words, you don't have to, um, you don't have to allow the red tape to arrest you. You don't have to be bound by the red tape of life. Uh, when people tell you something can't be done and you, you d certainly don't let your hands be weak, but continue to work, continue to move forward, continue to strive toward your goals for your work is going to be rewarded. Um, I tell people your laziness is not going to be rewarded. So why would you want to be lazy? Uh, put your put your best foot forward and make something happen. My niece and I talk about this all the time. I tell her, she goes, no, I don't want to read my book. I say, we're not going to have that. You are going to read your book. By the time that you're spending complaining, you could be done with it. And then she realizes, oh, wow. Oh, wow, that was not bad at all. Sure, it wasn't bad. And I tell her all the time that lazy doesn't work for you. Lazy doesn't work for you. What works for you is you working. And um, so she's, she, she goes, I know, I know, lazy doesn't work for me. And she can reiterate that back to me. But we want to make sure that we don't get caught up with the red tape theorists that whatever dreams you have, perhaps someone told you that it couldn't happen, go back to the table again, figure out how you can do it, um, figure out how you can make that thing happen. Even if it, if it requires some adjustments and some alterations, hey, don't feel bad about that. Just go back and do it again. Perhaps it's a book that you wanted to write and the first version of that book didn't work out so well. Go back and revise it again and just do it again. Um, we get in our feelings sometimes about when we fail with things, but I'm telling you that that's where our success lies is in our failures. And I often say that because I know now that this doesn't work, but if I can understand 
why it did not work, perhaps I can understand what I need to do to move forward. And so fall forward, do what you have to do to make things work. Um, as long as it's illegal something, don't do anything illegal, but you know, within, within reason. And, um, of course we want to make sure that we just peel back the red tape, peel back the red tape. Again, I'm not talking about safety zones. I'm not talking about, um, going outside of the law or anything like that. Like I use the example of the, the, um, the safety officer or your OSHA guidelines for organizations. We've got to follow those things. But we know when someone's just there and they're just piling red tape on top of things, never encouraging us. Nobody wants a boss. And sometimes I find as a supervisor and even as a pastor, I have to say what things cannot be done and uh, set those parameters for people. But I have to make sure that when I'm setting those parameters, I'm setting them in love. I have to look for alternatives to present people with. And I really honestly try to look for alternatives for doing things. If it's something that I'm told for my upline cannot be done, then I'm always looking for something to present back to my upline to say, can we look at this like this so that I can present it back to those who um, I'm leading. And so that's very, very, very important. Just because it hasn't been done this way for 30 years doesn't mean that we can't start in 30 minutes making a change in the right direction. Um, always thinking, you know, and being innovative. That's what we want to do. Uh, perhaps our processes are broken and we just need to change our process. It's not that what we, our goal needs to diminish because uh, of the process. A lot of times we let our goals diminish because our process isn't working for us, but we just need to make adjustments in our process and accomplish our goals. Well, this has been 365 Got Podcast, and of course, this episode has been entitled Red Tape Theory. I hope that it has helped you, and I hope that you'll tune in soon again. Have a great day.